This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in-depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on the Bet Rivers Network. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to a massive day of tennis action. It's the Betting Weekly Game Bet Match podcast with me, Nigel Seeley. And joining me, as per usual, is our man in Indian Wells. It's our senior tennis handicapper for the ATB Tour, Mr. Sean Calvert. What a day of tennis we have in action, Sean. Last 16, but the tennis might look good, but the weather in Indian Wells may cause a few problems as the day goes on. Firstly, how are you, mate? I'm good, thanks. Yeah, it's uh, a little early. It's still only uh, 8.48 here, but um, yeah, all good. Yeah, the weather is going to be a bit of a problem, though, I think. Um, you're never sure with these forecasts. They can make you look a bit silly if you if you follow them and kind of regurgitate what they say, and they're very, very wrong. But it does say that there's going to be a lot of, well, not a lot, but enough rain here over the, over the next 24 hours to make a, a lot of delays possible. It's supposed to start raining kind of early afternoon, sort of one-ish, two-ish maybe, and then intermittently for the next 24 hours after that so um depending on how much rain there is and whether that forecast is accurate obviously i can't guarantee that that forecast is accurate but if it is then there's going to be quite a lot of delays here just about it's going to start raining just about as the action starts at two o'clock local time that's exactly when the the first match is supposed to be due on court is it isn't it 11 o'clock I think it's Eastern time, two o'clock. So obviously two o'clock Eastern time, eleven o'clock where you are. But two o'clock Eastern time is where they're the action. I'm working on Eastern time. It's hard enough for me to work on English time, Eastern time, and where you are as well. Dubai. I'm just working on the time here, which is uh, I'm pretty sure it starts at eleven o'clock. It's going to have to because otherwise I wouldn't be able to see any tennis. I don't think today. Yeah, eleven o'clock local time for you. Two o'clock Eastern time for anyone else who's watching this across America. Let's have a look at the outright markets before we go on to the games. Um, Daniel Medvedev is obviously the favourite. He's been the favourite from the start. He's now down to uh, plus 163. Carlos Alcaraz is plus $3. Yannick Sinner, our pick, is plus 650. Taylor Fritz is the defending champion, plus 1,000. Andrew Rublev at plus 1,200. Cam Norrie at 1,600. And then we go into Felix Olivier, Alias Sim at plus 1,800 and plus 2,000. Francis TFO. Um, Daniel Medvedev has been very open about his comments of the court, how slow it is. Um, doesn't seem to be happy despite winning three tournaments on the bounce. Do you, do you look too much into that, or do you think this is Medvedev being Medvedev? I just think he does. I just think the conditions don't suit him here, and he's 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 got a problem with it. I don't think the conditions here are any different than they have been in previous years. You know, it's it, it's a slow high bouncing kind of quite gritty hardcore that's what it is that's what it's always been and that's what it'll continue to be um i think medvedev his opinion is perhaps clouded by the fact that he's played both of his matches at night which makes it even slower um so maybe he's right in in the sense that the matches at night are perhaps some of the slowest on the atp tour maybe he's right about that um but he's got a day match today uh, so Perhaps that'll favour him a bit more. Um, I think the reality is he's just complaining because it's, the conditions aren't aren't the sort of conditions that he likes. 
Well, he shouldn't complain. He's won three tournaments on the on the trot. He's a, he's, he's the man in form on the tennis scene. But I, I just think plus one sixty three is the wrong price. I think we've got the wrong favourite. I think Alcaraz should yeah. be the favourite for this tournament. I don't yep. believe that. I, I think Medvedev is a favourite fade at plus one sixty three. I think the conditions uh, really suit Yannick Sinner and Taylor Fritz. I mean, plus one thousand. I know he's local lad. I know he's won it before, but. I'm waiting for an opportunity to fade Fritz at the earliest convenience I can. Yeah, I think he'll. I think he's got a match on his hands today against Fugsovic. I really do. Um, but yeah, I agree. Alcaraz, I think is is the obvious choice for me. I'm kind of slightly surprised that the layers have gone with Medvedev. I can see why they did it initially because there was obviously fitness concerns over Alcaraz, and we weren't sure. I wasn't sure. I don't think anybody was sure how how he was going to shape up this week. So I could see why he was initially um, not favoured, but now. You know, I, I would I would make Alcaraz favorite myself. Yeah, I think he'd make some kind of appeal at plus three dollars. We mentioned that in the last couple of uh, podcasts we've done. We think the favorites are the wrong ring round. We think Daniel Medvedev is obviously the favorite because of the handle and his current form, but the conditions, and especially with some rain around, must suit Carlos Alcaraz at plus three dollars. Let's move on to today's action because it's loaded day today. We have some really really good games. It's a real good game for anybody attending tennis events around the world. You have eight fantastic matches in the men's draw and eight fantastic matches on the women's draw. We're going to concentrate on the men's draw, though. And uh, let's have a look at these matches. The first game we're going to look about is Alessandro Davidovich Fikina up against Christian Garin. Uh, Davidovich Fikina has obviously done us a couple of favours on this podcast before. He's a heavy favourite, minus 215. Christian Garin is plus 170. Um, the spread here is three and a half, which I thought was quite generous for Garin. The total games are 21 and a half. Um, they've met twice before, 1 1 on the slow court, and Garin's only win was on clay. Uh, I like Garin here, plus three and a mm. half. But, but before we ask your opinion, this game, you said you touched on something when we spoke last time. You said that you spoke to a, a guy from Chile who gave you some information on Garin, you never yeah. alluded what it was. Any any chance you can open up about the? Uh... It 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 wasn't really anything of a, of massive interest to to tennis betters. To be honest, it was just he was just telling me a few things about the Chilean players, just his opinion of of, of how they were playing. And I did ask him because I thought I might be onto a bit of a a bit of a gold mine of information on Chilean tennis uh, for a while. I was kind of t- trying to tap into Garin because he's he's he has had a lot of problems with with various things, injuries and changing coaches and rackets and all sorts of problems. I was kind of hoping he was going to give me the key to to figuring out Christian Garin's kind of ups and downs in form. Um, but I think he was as confused as I was, to be honest. So oh, he didn't I, give me a great deal of information. It, it was a couple might... of interesting snippets, but nothing... Nothing, nothing you can divulge in this podcast. Out. Nothing you can nothing, divulge. Well, I, 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 I'll speak to you off air and ask you what, what, what the real <laughs> deal is about Garin. Uh, but what do you think about this game? I, I was quite I tempted think he's by Garin. Plus three, I, I think three and a half, plus three and a half is a good, a, a good bet. Yeah, I think the only problem I would have with the game handicap is uh, these these two obviously break serve quite a lot. and it, it could be one of those ones where you've got a 1-6, six, 2-6 six sort of set situation. and You might end up winning the bet, sorry, winning the match with Garin, but losing the handicap. I, I could see that potentially happening um i think if we look at garen the, the, the matches he's played in the main draw of indian wells so far in his career if you look at his stats from those matches he's he's on a service points one and return points one total of 108 in the main draw in his indian wells career and he's played some decent players you know he's played casper rude he's played alex de Minoy, he's played nishioka um 
So he's not played. He's not played. Um, he's not had very fortunate draws. But you know, 108 is is a, is a fabulous total. Um, he's not dropped a set at all through qualifying and in the main draw. Um, I think it's going to be a very long and a very competitive match. I like the the plus one forty five that Bet Rivers are offering here on it going over two and a half sets. Um, I think you know Davidovich is playing some absolutely fabulous tennis as well. I think this is going to go all the way. Yeah, I like that. I, I, I like Garing plus the three and a half. I think the games are, are cheap, and and I think we've got a potential shock here on Garing at plus one seventy. Hopefully, the rain doesn't come to uh, to be well, this later is the first on. match on. I think this should yeah. be okay. This one oh. should be okay. The rest of them, I'm not so sure, but this one, eleven a.m. should be all right. Okay. The next game we're going to about is a, is another early start. Daniel Medvedev against Alexander Zverev. Medvedev, obviously, we said he's won three tournaments on the trot, minus 375 against Zverev at plus 290. These two are no strangers to each other. They played 13 times, 7-6 to head-to-head to Medvedev. He won the most recent one in an exhibition event, very easy, 6-love, six 6-4. Six but Zverev uh, is on the comeback trail, um, looking quite good at the moment. Uh, he was my takeout from Dubai. I thought, you know, he's going to do well. Um, maybe a little bit too early for him to to pu- pull off a shock against Medvedev, but the game handicap here is four and a half uh, with Zverev minus one twenty seven, and the totals are twenty one and a half. Do you see this being um, another sort of routine win for Medvedev, who's been winning games very very convincingly uh, on this run in the last few months? I wouldn't be surprised if it was closer than, than twenty one mm. and a half games suggests, and the, the main reason for that is is that Medvedev's played both of his matches at night. Now he's got an early match in the day. Uh, you know, if you speak to a lot of players, they'll they'll tell you how difficult it is to adjust from playing a night match to a day match and, and vice versa. Uh, that that could certainly be the case for Medvedev today. Um, he'll probably enjoy the fact that it's it's slightly quicker conditions. Although if it's, you know, if the rain comes, obviously it's gonna it, it's not going to be that much quicker. It'll probably be about the same. Um but yeah, the fact he's you know he's won six of the last seven, hasn't he, against Zverev, uh, Medvedev? I think Zverev's a little bit fortunate, or rather a lot fortunate actually to be here. I mean, Rusevoy should have beaten him in the last round. You know, I've, I've mentioned quite a few times on this podcast that my worry with Rusevoy is that he can't see out matches and sets, and that happened again against Zverev. He was miles ahead on the stats. He should have won that match. Um, he covered the bet that we had, but, but you know, very very easily over games, but. Very can consider himself very fortunate to be in this round. Um, he won't be bothered about that, though. Uh, I, I could certainly see Zverev doing something. I'm not sure I can see him winning, to be honest. But um, overs is 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 certainly a possibility. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think the overs. I think I think four and a half is is quite a possibility because one thing Zverev has he's got a monster serve and he's serving very well. Uh, his return game isn't that strong. So, um, yeah, I think I think this is going to be an interesting game. I think 21 and a half, I agree with you there, could be a lean towards overs. The one thing I have noted with the Bet Rivers website today is that all the favourites today have been very heavily backed. Every single one of them uh, has moved to a lower odds. And the the eight-fold, the eight-match eight parlay for all the favourites plays 12-25, so 1,225. And uh, that may be some interest to a lot of people, but a lot of favourites have been very, very heavily supported today. Uh, one favourite that uh, I'm not convinced about, and we sort of touched about him there on the outright market, is Taylor Fritz. Uh, he wasn't very well in the tournament before here in Acapulco. He was he was sick on court, not great. Conditions aren't suiting him. He is a defending champion. He seems to be playing on momentum rather than 
uh, the, the form on the court. But he's a heavy favourite today. He's minus 455 against Marton Fuksovic, who's plus 350. The spread is four and a half. The totals are pitched at 21 and a half with overs minus 112. Fuksovic has some big scouts. He's beat Wolf. He's beat Diminois. Uh, and I've been wanting to oppose Taylor Fritz all tournament. I don't think I can oppose him for the match, but I think there's definitely sort of areas where we can see him struggle today. Yeah, I've taken the overs here, 21 and a half games of that minus one, one, two that he just said with Bet Rivers. Um, I, I said a few days ago, didn't I? I said it a few times. I think Fuxovich is coming into some good form. I mentioned how well he played in Doha against Bautista Agut. I was a little surprised that his record at Indian Wells wasn't good. Um you know, because I do think conditions suit him here. Uh, the, the match that he played against Wolf, I think we had over two and a half sets, didn't we? In that, he was awful in the first. Set. He just couldn't. He, he couldn't get a serve in. He was. He was. He was running at about thirty-one percent first serves, Fuksovich. But as soon as he cleaned that up and started getting his serves in, he was a very, very convincing winner over Wolf. Very convincing. Then he beat Diminor as well. I know Diminor was perhaps a little bit leggy after after Acapulco winning the title there, and then he took care of Amolchan very easily as well um, you know if you look at the stats of Fuksovic in those three matches he's won 46.5% of his return points which is massive that's kind of Djokovic-esque um, you know he's winning almost half of the return points I know he hasn't played any well Wolf's a big server but Diminor and, and Molchan you could certainly say not big servers um, but that's still impressive and what's equally impressive is the fact that he's won 59% of his second serve points this tournament that's big, and it just backs up what you're seeing. You know, you're looking at Fuxovic, and you're seeing a player that's in prime form. Um, and Fritz, I wouldn't say, is in prime form right now. He's only won 50% of his second serve points in his last three matches. So he's relying very heavily on his first serve, and that's a, that's a kind of a dangerous thing to do at Indian Wells in these slow conditions. You know, he was tested by Ben Shelton. Uh, had to go the distance there. He, he wasn't tested by Baez, and he was never going to be. I mean, Baez on a... On a any kind of hard court, really, even this one, even as one as slow as this, it's, it's, it's just too underpowered to really do much. So relatively easy, comfortable day for Fritz, but I'm expecting him to be tested by the Fuksovic that is in the kind of form that he's in. Yeah, I think I think Fritz here at minus 455 is a massive fade. I'm not saying he's not going to win it, but I think if you're trading in play, you're looking for angles, I think Fuksovic at plus 350 will definitely trade Shorter in the betting than that. I think the handicap here at plus four and a half with Fuksovic at minus one ten and M totals are absolutely great. Um, Fritz to me, I just just can't have him when these conditions. I think he's uh, he's, he's he's obviously a very very popular play with the American market defending champion, mm. and that's why he's installed as the full favourite. But really, conditions won't suit him at all. Uh, let's move on to the other game, uh, which starts a similar time. It's the second game on court, and it's probably one of the most eagerly anticipated games of the day. It's quite a really interesting one from a betting perspective. It's the uh, Russian Andre Rublev up against the Brit Cam Norrie, minus 157 for Rublev, plus 128 for Cam Norrie. I'm holding a 33 to 1 voucher for Cam Norrie each way. Uh, he was my pick. The spread here is two and a half. Uh, Cam Norrie minus 125. Rublev plus 100. The totals again is pitched at 22 and a half. 2-1 the head-to-head for the Russian. Rublev leads. A very straightforward straight switch sets win last year in the US Open. But I think the condition today will probably suit both of them. Yeah, I think they'll both be quite comfortable with it. But I think I think Norrie, given his form on clay, goes in, in really confident mood. Can he can he pull off the, the shock here at plus one twenty eight? 
Yeah, well, I mean, it wouldn't be a shock, would it, if he won it? Well, he's the underdog. It's a shock. Well, it's not a shock, though, is it? I mean, it would be a. I think it's. A, I think this should be, maybe a fifty-fifty match. To be honest, I think Rublev's a bit short in price for this one. Um, I'm a little worried. If I if I was on Norrie, I'd be a bit worried about his his energy levels after that that long spell on the clay that he had in the Golden Swing. He looked a bit. Didn't look great against Taro Daniel. Um, the last round, you know, I, I may be wrong. He may have, he may have more reserves of energy than I think he does. Um, but as, as far as the stats are concerned, yeah, you would have to give him a decent chance. I mean, Norrie's service points, one and return points, one total on outdoor hard main level. The last 12 months is 105. And that's two points better than Rublev, who's on 103. Uh, perhaps even more impressively his service hold and break total um, is 112 over the last 12 months at main level and outdoor hard, and Rublev's is 105. So you would say, based on the raw stats, that he's he's decent value as underdog. However, if you look at their, their head-to-head, uh, the two matches that they've played, um, on outdoor hard, that is, uh, Rublev's ahead quite some way in terms of service points and return points when he's on 107 to Norrie's 93. So Rublev, you would say, has had the, the better over the course of the two matches that they've played on outdoor hard. Um, perhaps Rublev coming in here with a bit more energy because he hasn't he hasn't played as much tennis as Cam Norrie has over the last sort of month or so. Um, I wouldn't put anybody off backing Norrie. I wouldn't back Rublev at that price. I think I think Rublev will probably win it, but I, I certainly wouldn't back the Russian at that price. I think Norrie's got a decent chance. Yeah, I do as well. I think he's got a great chance. I think the conditions will suit plus one twenty eight. I made it a little bit closer than that. Um, and I, you know me. I always want to fade Rublev. I bet him once this year. I bet Rublev once this year. And when I was in Dubai, I bet him to beat Zverev because the records, you convinced me that he would, the record he had. I know you convinced me on a lot of uh, brilliant winners as well. So I'm not going to. What did that convince you of? Sorry. You, you convinced me that Rublev's stats against Zverev were so good that he, 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 you know, so dominant that he would beat him. Uh, that's the other way around, wasn't it? Zverev had very dominant stats against yeah, Rublev. That's what I'm saying. So I, 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 I bet Zverev. Sorry, I bet. Zverev, oh, you bet Zverev, right? I bet Zverev against Rublev, and Rublev beat me, uh, done me to it. So I, I can't trust the guy. Every time I, I, I oppose him, he, he wins, and it, I just, he's just one of them characters that I can never sub. But there's a he's picture not of me. someone that I bet on much, to be honest. I, I, I'm not. Well, wild about his matches. We, we had a we had a selfie together after the game. He was he was quite good with me, and um, he he just keeps direct messaging me now, asking me lots of questions. Am, am I coming out to to Indian Wells? And Sean's there. Am I coming to uh, Wimbledon? I said, Yeah, maybe. He's born. Yeah, I'll be there. Yeah, he might not be going to Wimbledon, incidentally. Well, exactly. <laughs> well, uh, he asked me if I could pull a few strings. I said, I'll, I'll have a word, right. Mister Calvin. Yeah, so good luck with that. But me and Andre are now good buddies. We, that's okay. what I'm saying. We're good, we're good buddies now. But you're uh, opposing him today. <laughs> I'm always supposed to, I'm I'm like the Dong King of the tennis world. You know, when 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 a fighter wins, I've got my arm around him. Yeah, my man, my man. You've not quite got the hair, have you, for Dong I, King? Well, no, but there's there's a few wigs available which I can get the <laughs> Dong King. A Dong King without the hair. Uh, let's move on to a game which would be a shock. You know, we're talking about something that wouldn't be a shock. Francis Tiafo suddenly become um, he's the he's the fans' favorite in America, but he's also become like a really really proper player at this level. He was always someone you mm. wanted to fade, but he's really hitting some good form. Uh, he's got a great opportunity to reach the quarterfinals up against Alessandro Tibillo. Uh, he's up to 16 in the world rankings. He's 11-3 and three this year on hard. Money's come from as well. Hasn't dropped the set this week, and Tibillo has come through qualifying. Five matches must be 
get into the running, running a little bit on empty, come through very two tough qualifying matches as well. And uh, TFO is a heavy favorite here, minus 455. Uh, sorry, yeah, TFO price for minus 455. Tabillo plus 350. The handicap here was four and a half, and the totals are 21 and a half. I think this one does look like um, one that you really can't, uh, can't oppose the favorite. Yeah, not convinced that Tabillo is going to win this one, to be honest. Um, we mentioned that he had a pretty good chance, didn't we, against Jordan Thompson in the last round in the night match, and he ended up winning that. Um, yeah, I, I can't see it. I think I think I think TFO will will probably win this. It might not be easy in these conditions. You know, Tabalo's not not going to be easy to put away, but not not really feeling it as far as the underdog's concerned in this one. No, it's probably one of the most um, uninteresting betting events of the day. So, really, we think TFO yeah. will probably win. Maybe look at a two sets to love win uh, for TFO, which will enhance that minus four fifty five. One game that is very interesting from a, uh, from a British perspective and from a from a betting perspective as well. Carlos Alcaraz at nine p.m. Eastern time, the evening match up against Jack Draper. Alcaraz is minus three seventy five. Jack Draper, who beat Andy Murray and he beat Dan Evans, he's plus two ninety. Two fellow Brits, Alcaraz um, beat uh, uh, Draper in a very tough match in Basel. Twenty nine games in that match. It was a long match um mm. the conditions here are going to be very very much in favor for the the spaniard he's minus 360 draper plus 280 the handicap is four and a half and the totals are 21 and a half um they look bang on the money for me those prices but is there anything you can see in the edge here i'd be worried about draper's fitness again mm. um the match against murray last night he had a big old amount of strapping on his right thigh which is the injury that he's had that's kind of kept him out for a lot of this season. So once again, we're talking about injuries with, with Draper. He just doesn't seem to have the body for it, does he? Um, I think, yeah, you, you're you right. I mean, the conditions that he played in last time against against Alcaraz were very favourable for Draper in the sense that it was a round one match as well. So it was the first, the first time that Alcaraz had played, obviously, in those conditions in that particular tournament indoors. Um, you would have had to have favoured Draper. I think I did back Draper in some way that day, if I remember rightly. I think I might have had him plus one and a half sets or something like that. Um, now, conditions very much in favour of Alcaraz, and he's had a couple of matches as well under his belt. Uh, Draper's not fit by the look of it with that with that injury. It's hard to really back Draper here. I, I can see Alcaraz winning that relatively comfortably, to be honest. I wasn't particularly impressed with, with Draper or Murray last night, particularly Murray. Murray was awful. Last night against um, against Draper, he, he said he was tired. Murray, after all those ma- all those three set matches, and that, you know that fair enough. He has played a lot of tennis, but wasn't a great quality match. I think Alcaraz wins that. Alcaraz is minus three seventy five again. Maybe look for a two sets to love a win for Alcaraz there to enhance that very low price on the Spaniards to win the match on the money line. Uh, our pick. Yannick Sinner, he's our pick, uh, plus $9 to win this tournament. He's up against mm. Stanislaus Wawrinka, two players in very, very contrasting stages of their career. Uh, Wawrinka comes through an, a, a little bit of a battle against Holger Rune, and Holger Rune was very, very disappointed with his performance, and the performance wasn't good enough. Um, mm. Before we go on to the match, how do you think of our chances on Sinner to win this tournament? I mean, he, we've got him at plus 900. I think some lucky betters would have got plus 1,000. He's now down to plus 650. He's obviously got Alcaraz to play, potentially. Um, 
What, what, what do you think of our chances? What, what have you made for me? You've watched him close hand. You've seen him in the practice mm. and the practice courts. You've seen him in the yeah. matches. What, what do you think of him uh, uh, halfway through this tournament? Well, I thought he was going along okay, to be honest. But um, Adrian Manorino said yesterday that he thinks Sin has got a knee injury. Um, that That's what Manor, that's Manorino's opinion. He said he thought Sinner wasn't in great shape because of some sort of knee problem. It's not something that I'd sort of considered, I'd noticed, to be honest. Um, obviously, Manor, maybe Manorino spoke to him after the match or something. I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, but... Yeah. Prior to that, I was feeling good about his chances. <laughs> to be honest, I hope let's hope Manorino is wrong. You know, I got him at plus plus a thousand. Um, happy enough with that price. Um, we're often we're often concerned, aren't we, with Sinner about his about his fitness? Assuming that he's fit, you know, and there is a little bit of doubt about that now from what Manorino said. Assuming he's fit, I'm, I'm you know I'm keen on his chances. I do think he'll be tested by Vavrinka today. It, it can this this one kind of depends if this match is on today, which it may well not be because it's scheduled later on in the day. And if the rain does come, then it, there's a fairly decent chance that this might be played tomorrow. And if it is played tomorrow, you would have to give Vavrinka a better chance because it, it was a long match in in the heat of the day yesterday. Uh, Vavrinka against Ruin. it was it was well over two and a half hours. Although Stan should have won it much much easier. Should have won it in straight sets. Um, blew a couple of big, big chances to win it in straight sets. So if he's got that extra day to recover at his age, um, then I think he's got a decent chance of, of making this close, to be honest. You did, Were you at the game where Sinner played Ravinka in Rotterdam? Did you watch that match? It was a 6-1, 6-3 win for the Italian. Did you did you, did you see that firsthand? No, I don't think I, don't think I saw that one. Yeah, if I did really see it, it's gone from my memory pretty quickly. Well, he won in very, very convincing fashion. It was obviously on a faster court. I think you... you, you saying about Ravinka coming in not ideal shape. But uh, the handicap here, again, is pitched at four and a half, which be very, very careful. I think the key, what you said there, is very important. Be very, very careful when you place these bets because this game may go an extra day, which gives Ravinka a big chance. So for yeah. us, I think it's a it's a swerve. I, I don't think you should have any opinion on this game uh, because we don't really know when it's going to be scheduled. You know, it's so important to have a bet and the lines could change massively. So... You could say that about a lot of the matches, though. I mean, a lot of the matches could change, you know, because if the weather forecast is correct, then a lot of these might not get on today. The yeah, early think, ones will, but I think I'm not sure about the rest. Absolutely correct on that. But I think the fact that Varinka's come through a, a long game, you want to oppose him today at his age. Mm. You know, he's probably the one that I think will move a little bit more in his favour if the, if the game, you know, Joripa against Outcrash, you're not going to move much the price there. But I think... No. Because Ravinko at his age and his stage of his career, yeah, that's true. Having an extra day rest against Sinner gives it more of a chance. So, I think mm. this game comes with a little bit of a, a public wealth warning rather than a public health <laughs> warning. Just be very, very careful about this one. Uh, Yannick Sinner minus four fifty-five. The total twenty-one and a half. But our advice would be to leave that alone until we see what the weather conditions progress over the next uh, few hours or so. The final match, uh, which is scheduled for ten fifteen p.m. Eastern time tonight is the most uh, eagerly anticipated and probably the best betting event of the day. It's a very difficult one to call. Bet Rivers can't split them. Tommy Paul is minus 113. Felix Auger-Aliassime is minus 108. Tommy Paul did us a fantastic favour by winning against Herbert Herkash. He lost the first set, but he came back and won one of your picks. Uh, mm. Felix Auger-Aliassime has come in some indifferent form. But the Canadian hasn't dropped a set this week. Um, how do you see this one going? Because this is a really, really interesting matchup, I think. Yeah, if you look at the the stats, I think it does favour Paul. I was 
I was hoping he was going to be underdog, in which case I was going to back him, but he's a slight favourite now, isn't he? Um, uh, Paul's won their only prior meeting, which was years and years ago at the US Open Juniors, not not really relevant. But his, his service points won and return points won total uh, over the last 12 months, outdoor hard at main level, 104.2. That's about one point ahead of Felix, who's on 103.3. Um, his service hold and break total, Tommy Paul, is 107.3, which is five points better than Felix, who's on 102. Um, now, Felix has only broken serve 16% of the time in the last 12 months at main level on outdoor hard, which is not enough. Um, Paul has broken 25% of the time, which is very good. If we throw in the Indian Wells career stats, um, Tommy Paul's 7-2 win-loss. Uh, service points one return points one total of 105 um and a service hold break total of 110 and felix 5-4 win loss uh, service points one return points one total of 101 and a hold break total of 103 so tommy paul is some way ahead on most of the stats which is probably why he's been made favorite um i was going to back paul as underdog I, i'm not sure this one's going to get on today to be honest this is scheduled last i wouldn't be surprised well Looking at the weather forecast, it's almost certain this is going to be on tomorrow if that weather forecast is correct. Um, but for me, I just think Tommy Paul's playing the better tennis. He's got the better stats. Um, I just don't like, I just favourite, I'm not so sure. At that price, I'd probably rather back the over two and a half sets because I think it's going to be close. Tommy, I watched Tommy Paul, all that match, Tommy Paul match yesterday against Hercash, and he was the first set, he was a break up in the first set, and then he, he was. Or after that, I think he hit 15 unforced errors in that first set alone. And the second set, he cleaned it up and hit four unforced errors all set and then ended up winning, um, wouldn't say comfortably, but he, you know, he did enough to win. He, he was a worthy winner. I can see it being close. Um, there's Maybe the value is to back Paul to win it by two sets to one. That's certainly an option. Uh, I'm not sure I back Paul at this prize, but he was the one that was going to back, had he been underdog. I like the I like the totals. All the matches today we spoke about seven games have pitched at twenty one and a half. This game is pitched at twenty two and a half. The total games in the match. I like the totals over here. I think this will be a long, long game. And also, you have the beauty of knowing that if this does get put back tomorrow, nothing's really going to change. These are two very, very close matches that nothing's going to change in in terms of conditions or the fitness of these two players. But this is going to be a long game. Paul against Felix Auger Aliassime. Uh, there was also eight matches on the women's event. Now, we don't want to speak about the women's events, but uh, Rory Giovanni gave us a pick already. He's got Barbara Krajikova at plus 130 to beat Arina Sabalenka. Uh, the court conditions will definitely suit Krajikova here. It's very slow. Plus 130. He feels that's a 50-50 match. Uh, you've also got an action Coco Goff, who's a very heavy favourite. Yeah, you've got Kavita against Pegula. Pegula, again, is another heavy favourite for the American betters. And the big game for uh, on the day is Igor Shrontek. He was minus 1,000, the world number one, up against Emma Raducano. So check out the Bet Rivers website. You'll see all the prices on the women's matches as well. There's 42 different markets on every single of the men's games and every single one of those women's games. So if you want to, it's the home of your tennis betting is Bet Rivers. So head to Bet Rivers. We are the number one tennis bettors and the betting website in across America for all your betting needs on the tennis markets. Remember, there are three ways to follow us. You can download us on Betting Weekly Game Bet Match on your preferred podcast provider. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. 
which is the Bet Rivers Network and all the fantastic content. Just give us a subscribe there and you'll get an alert every time Sean or myself or Rory or any one of the fantastic soccer handicappers gives one of their uh, podcasts and YouTube channels. It will be giving you elite. And also you can follow us on Twitter at Because We Win to follow all our fabulous handicappers. And there is some great content there tonight over across in Europe. This is Champions League Soccer and the boys across there have some bets as well. Uh, Sean, thank you very much for joining us. Um, have a very safe Pleasure, journey. As always. The $1 bus. The $1 bus, is it, is it all right? It's fine. Yeah. No problem, no problem. You get, well, you get a few interesting characters on there, that's for sure. Um, but you kind of expect that. It's Yeah, it's not the most reliable, but, um, you know, it's not it's not easy to get to Indian Wells, really. It's it's, it's kind of in the middle of nowhere, the, the, the tournament. It's, it's, it's not the easiest, but... You can't beat that. One dollar there, one dollar back. That's an absolute bargain. I'll be doing that again today, I think. But I saw your video, though. I saw your video walking off the one dollar bus. It seemed like there's about a 45-minute drive walk to the place in searing heat. You know, the one dollar bus. How much is an Uber? Fifteen dollars or something? From where I am, it's about forty dollars. Oh, come on. We're paying you enough money to get that. Get an Uber. Do the video from the back of an Uber rather than a one dollar bus. You've got to get your, you know, if you're sitting down all day at the tennis, you've got to You've got to get your your steps in, you know. It's 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 a good. I'd say it was a bracing sort of ten to fifteen minute walk from the bus stop to the um to the stadium. But you know, it's, waiting that's, an that's hour for a one dollar bus, walking fifteen minutes when you can get an Uber for for twenty five dollars or thirty dollars. Come on, sure. forty. Uh, I'm not spending Bet Rivers money willy nilly here. I'm keeping. <laughs> I'm keeping. I'm keeping the purse strings. Very much uh, Let, tight. Let's hope the one dollar bu- that one dollar bus isn't late today because uh, we need you on the course. But I, I worry about you. I see you walking. It seems a long route in the heat. I worry about you. I'm fit uh, as a fiddle. It's absolutely not a problem. All right. Anyway, there's Sean. You can follow his uh, his exploits on the one dollar bus on now because we win handle. Check it out. And uh, thank you very much for watching. And we'll be back tomorrow. Sean will join me tomorrow for an extra game bet match ATP tour show because he's traveling back on Thursday. And also we've got a bumper edition. Uh, uh, we've got James Blake as well. So two for the price of one tomorrow here on betting weekly game bet match. Take care and good luck with your wages today. Thanks for listening to betting weekly game bet match on the bet rivers network.